0: Hey guys welcome back to the next episode of the vip pass podcast i'm your host jesse and i'm joined by my best friend brendan that's me how you doing pretty good how are you today i'm okay you know yeah it's, it's been a couple of weeks since we started this thing and it's going pretty well yeah it seems to be going all right yeah shout um, outs to everyone that's viewing us thanks guys Woo!
1: i don't know we don't have live stats at the moment but i'm sure there's hopefully i'm sure there's people. at least
0: one and it's gonna be me our unpaid intern said he would listen to it. Unpaid intern, shout-outs to our unnamed unpaid intern. Unless we would like to name him, but we don't have consent. It will probably Consent get is important, kids. Oh, my
1: goodness. So we going to start a podcast like this? That's crazy. Consent is important. It is important. Just in
0: general. Would you like to high-five me? Because of that? Would you like to high-five me? Just in general, would you? Do yes. I have your consent? Yes. Consent's important. That's the Hell sound yeah. of a high-five. Yeah, so VIP
1: Pass is an informed insight into all the news you didn't ask for. Um, first up, we don't really have news to start off with it's, today. It's news. Don't lie it's,
0: to me. I would you.
1: say it's facts. It's information. News is Hot facts. off the presses. News is just facts. The press news. being like a month ago.
0: News isn't opinions. News is the facts. That's what news is.
1: But see, I, I feel as though news, it is timely facts.
0: Hey, Okay, we well, you know what? This is timely.
1: I mean, it's it's from a month ago. It involves time. I think. I think because the the season of the show doesn't come out till future, it's still timely. Timely, timely. Did you know what
0: news stands for? It's not an acronym. Never eat soggy wheat, Bix. News. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shoot myself.
1: That doesn't. That's not an acronym.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't think that fits into the acronym. Look, all right. This has been a rough start. But essentially, the news the news we're going to talk about is Game of Thrones Season 8 has...
0: I'm just going to interrupt you right there. Just in case you guys were wondering why he said news twice, the second time he did air quotes, but you can't see those.
1: Yeah. So how should, like, future reference, I should be like... <laughs> or you could make that sound while I'm doing them, so people know. You know what?
0: You should just not do air
1: quotes. We should have an air quote counter. So,
0: Game of Thrones Season 8. Season 8 is coming out in April. Who is keen? I Wait. know I am. What month is it current March? It's next month? Yeah, dude. Oh, that's pretty soon. I know, right? Is that final season? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Eighth and final, wrapping up the story. Winter is here. Winter has come. Winter has finally come. Can he say that? It, I want. Who's
1: the guy that says it originally?
0: Originally, Ned Stark.
1: He's dead, isn't he? That's like Oi, Sean Bean.
0: Spoilers! It's Sean Bean. Yeah, you can't Sean expect
1: Bean. him to make it past
0: season one. Um, I'm going to just insert this here Potential spoiler alert to anyone planning <laughs> Don't do the air quotes <laughs> Anyone planning on watching Game of Thrones There is a potential spoiler alert here If so, skip ahead into the podcast To uh, we don't know where
1: I would say like
0: Five minutes Just skip ahead just a little Just don't bit. skip, just you know tough what? it out Just deal with it Just pause this if episode, f- wait till April And then hit play If you haven't watched it by now, too bad so, originally, Ned Stark says, winter is coming. He doesn't sound like that. He, like, what Scottish? I don't know. It's what actually a Braveheart remake. It's a northern accent. Northern. Because they're from the north. But then, mostly, it's Jon Snow that says it. Although, he doesn't. Is it a
1: recurring, like,
0: statement? Winter is coming is the Stark words. So, no. every house has a banner, and they have words. The Stark words are winter is coming. I mean, they're not wrong. Winter's always coming until it's here.
1: Is that the best? What would you say is the best
0: house banner words?
1: Oh, man.
0: Um, I'll put him on the spot. How quick can he think? No, because there's We Do Not Sew, Hear Our Roar, um, Family Duty Honor. Yo. George R.R. Martin. Masterly
1: crafted a universe. I think... Can't even come up with some good slogans. I
0: think the best one is... Oh, you don't. We Will Not Sew. Don't crap on Gurr, Martin. Yeah, they, they do not sow. They're do the they ironborn. They live on the Iron Islands. They do not sow crops. <laughs> so crops. Because they live they on eat? the... They fish. They live on the Iron Islands. makes oh, they sense. Um. Anyway.
1: That means they wouldn't have bread. They, what do you have the fish with? They
0: import the bread.
1: Oh, that's so expensive, though. Why would they not just sow?
0: Because that, that's their words. They do not sow. Anyway, Get I think the best is the Lannister words. Because the Lannisters are lions. And roar. their words, their thing, it's like, hear me roar. Or hear our roar or something. Is but Katy
1: Perry a Lannister? That's the real question. I think so. She would have to be.
0: That's a bad reference. I think anyway, I think that's the best because no one thinks that's their words. Everyone thinks the Lannister words are a Lannister always pays his debts. Because they always say that, but that's not actually the words. That's just something they say. Like. I think that's, that's clever.
1: That's a cheeky little insider's fact for you out right there. Yeah, you're welcome. That's insight. We can bring even though you didn't ask for it.
0: Yeah, if anyone's wondering, Brennan hasn't seen Game of Thrones, mm. so this conversation's gonna be very much me, mm. which I'm sure you'll all enjoy. A lot of this episode,
1: Jesse's more informed on some of these topics, but that's okay. It's we my can time work our way shine. out. This is the Jesse
0: episode. We will call this
1: episode three, the Jesse episode.
0: So in season eight of Game of Thrones, coming out in April, they in episode three, I believe it is, have what is going to be the biggest. Battle scene like The
1: Battle of Winter or Something
0: It'll be the Battle of Winter I'm sure or The Battle of the North
1: Because I, I Remember I did a bit of research On this one Just so I could keep up It's called like The Battle of Winter Helms or Winter
0: It had a H No because they had No because they've already had The Battle of Hard Home. You might be getting confused With that Maybe This one's it's own thing But it took 11 weeks to film mm. There were 750 people Including the crew um, 55 nights of filming and it's going to be the longest recorded battle in cinematic and TV history. Which is pretty exciting to
1: think about. Like, Because I, I know a lot of... Not everyone. Battles aren't for everyone. Like, yeah. You can watch a movie and be at this battle and you're like, when's it going to end?
0: But everyone can appreciate a well done battle.
1: Mm, everyone can appreciate it. it. It'll be interesting to see how well received it is.
0: Yeah, because it's going to be so long. I've heard this may not be true, but allegedly it'll be... The majority if not all of the episode will be the single battle
1: and it, how many episodes is it eight episodes that season I...
0: uh yep eight episodes um some of them are an hour long some are 80 minutes
1: cool so that, that that's essentially like an eighth of the season is battle yeah,
0: it's gonna be a battle
1: well it, one battle there might be more battles in that season oh
0: i guarantee there will be
1: so that's a solid a solid that amount of this season it's gonna be
0: fighting so hopefully they like choreograph it properly and mm. Do it all well because that's like that's going to be intense. Like it's going to be exciting. And
1: Game of Thrones is being known for quite gruesome.
0: Game of Thrones of is ridiculously at times brutal, violent, yeah. like mm. crazy. So, so keep your kids
1: away from this one.
0: Yeah, definitely not for your younger viewers. Yeah, um, but definitely worth the watch. Again, if you're like Brendan and you haven't seen it, maybe I've go got and watch a it. month of binge. Who knows? We'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. That said,
1: this is overtaking my favorite film in terms of battle time. So, the original holder of Long's Battle in cinematography is the Battle of Helm's Deep. So, that was in Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. That's the second in the trilogy. That battle went for 40 minutes. So, if it's going to be longer than that, that's definitely like 50 minutes an hour. It's
0: got to be the whole episode, Mm. which is crazy. Which is
1: quite newsworthy to talk about. Yeah. So,
0: as I said. This is news. This is news.
1: The news you didn't ask for, but the news you're getting. It's amazing to think about that, though, because Lord of the Rings 2 came out 2002, so that's 17 years ago. In 17 years, there has not been one movie to try and trump this record.
0: Well, I guess it's such a big thing to do, and since Lord of the Rings, in, like, movie-wise, there hasn't been, like, an epic... Yeah. fantasy adventure tale like that since. Hasn't been anything of the same caliber yeah. to even try to compete.
1: I think I saw somewhere, I think maybe the next
0: closest one was three hundred. So
1: the yeah. like the Battle of Three. The Battle of Three
0: Hundred for sure.
1: Was it was close but not quite there, yeah. Yeah, so this is definitely monumental not only for fantasy fans, for film fans, for battle fans, this is
0: Yeah, yeah just anyone interested in Good cinema, or well, in TV format. If you like
1: fighting as well? Some good choreography. you the
0: If there's anyone out there that is just violent, you just like violence, you're gonna like this episode.
1: Yeah. So other notable battle scenes: a Omaha Beach landing. So that's from Saving Private Ryan. Ah, yeah, which is a long time ago. Also, the Battle oh. of Thermopylae. So that was the 300 battle. Yeah. And then it said the last. Um, long battle from Game of Thrones was Battle of the Bastards. Battle of the Bastards, yeah, that was massive. So well, I'll be interested
0: that? to see how they top that. I think Battle of the Bastards was season six.
1: Season six. So all the all the good gritty stuff's coming later yeah. seasons.
0: Most of the seasons of Game of Thrones in the second last episode have had a big fight scene. That's like the theme. It's That's like cool. big fight scene pivotal kind of death formula.
1: in the last episode. I think I think it's always good to have a formula as you.
0: You may have noticed. But Winky face. <laughs> but season eight, this is episode three. So, it's early in the season. So, they're changing it up. So, whether they're going to have another relatively big battle or if this is like the one. Are we interested to um, what if see how they go? What it. if
1: they've got something under wraps? That they've got an even bigger a, battle. A two-episode long battle.
0: That's a bit much.
1: I don't know. This is This is a bit much. An hour long. Potentially. I can
0: see how they can do it, though. Anyone that's up to date with the show should understand how they'd be able to yeah. do it.
1: How, how far off is this from the books? Like, what point are we talking
0: diversion? Um, shows ahead of the books at this point. Okay. George R. R. Martin hasn't released a book for years and years and years. Mm. Um, many people are upset about that. He's, he's working on it. so there are, there. They're, they're, It's ahead and it's separate. It's completely separate. Yeah. Um, wow. so There's been little changes here and there. Characters like killed off that weren't or characters alive that are meant to be dead. And then they hit a point where the show makers were like, "Well, we're still going and your books aren't out. This is what we want to do. And he said, that's not where I'm going with the books. And they agreed to do two separate things. So it's separate storylines at this point. It's its own entity.
1: What season was that where they kind of like split up?
0: Oh man, probably after season six, I think.
1: Okay, so they, they got a f- like a decent like they, way. They got
0: heaps, yeah. I think it was after season six because I think the Battle of the Bastards give or take was in the books. Um, yeah. But yeah, then after that they're, they're separate now. They're gone.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure um, Walking Dead did something like that. Yeah. Very similar with because Walking Dead started as a comic if you didn't know. They're into season seven
0: now I think. Maybe yeah, season probably. eight. They've done heaps.
1: It's been going on for ages and that's split away from the comics as well.
0: Yeah. Well, the, there's Like, what, like, 30-something comics or whatever? Like, there's heaps.
1: Oh, like, volumes-wise, probably. I think issues-wise, it's, like, 200-ish.
0: Oh, that's... I've got them in this room. Well, let's see what number that goes up to. that says...
1: I don't know if it says what issues it covers.
0: 25 to 30.
1: So, that's 30 right there, and that's volume 5. So, let's say 6 an issue. So, if it was 30 volumes, it would be what, like... 180? Yeah. So, yeah, around 200 issues. There's a lot
0: of Walking Dead comics.
1: Mm. And there's a lot of Game of Thrones out there. Yeah. You're a book fan. You've got however many books there is.
0: And they're massive books. Mm. Like, I started reading them relatively recently, and I'm still only in the second book. They're huge. Mm.
1: A lot of death. A lot of violence. A lot lot of death.
0: Inappropriate content.
1: Bold. Very
0: bold. Killing of characters.
1: Still one of the biggest TV shows of all time, though. So good. Has it beaten Breaking Bad? Because Breaking Bad was massive for so Breaking long.
0: Bad was huge. They had Better Call Saul, the spin spinoff. Mm. Um, I think Game of Thrones might be bigger.
1: And th- I think the thing that makes Game of Thrones different is it's not on, like, Netflix or Stan like the other ones are. Oh, that's a pain. Mm, it does. But, like, that shows the dedication of a fan base to keep going with it.
0: Yeah, well, that's... But it comes down to, are people buying Foxtel to watch it? Are people... Getting little subscriptions just for the time it comes out, or so people are people are just waiting
1: until it comes out and buying people, it?
0: Yeah, are people waiting all that time but avoiding spoilers, or are people um, illegally downloading? Yeah, we don't like to talk about that. Don't. Um, like I've said in the other two episodes, don't break the law. Yeah, don't break the law. We're don't, to, don't do illegal things. Look,
1: we're here to talk to you about media content.
0: We're advocates for legality.
1: If if you can't get access to a TV show or a movie. Um, look, we'll just talk about it here for you guys, so you can experience it in all its glory.
0: But if you can get Game of Thrones, hit me up. <laughs> if you can get season
1: eight right now, send us a link, and we'll report you to the police.
0: Not for real when it comes out. <laughs> if anyone can get it for me, I'd really appreciate that. Um, thank you.
1: Legally, he means he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about like buying, buying like a physical copy of the disc and shipping it to us. That'd be great.
0: I'm winking. You can't see it, but I'm winking.
1: And then he'll get sent to jail and die. Speaking of death, you know what I've noticed a lot on like these streaming platforms like Stan and Netflix?
0: That you have really bad segues between segments.
1: I wish I had a segway. How fun would it be right now? Yeah,
0: segues are the best. If anyone hasn't written a segway, which is probably most of you, Mm. do it because I have and it's so much fun.
1: Segways were like a massive thing in like early 10s, teens. That's when they came out. That's Mm. when it was invented. They kind of just like, been they've been taken over by those little scooters in like Brisbane. The
0: swagways? No, the lion scooters.
1: Yeah, lionway. They're dangerous. Yo, I was in Brisbane. I saw a bunch of hooligans zipping around on. Them.
0: Well, because apparently people are suing the company now because their front wheel of their scooter locked up. Oh. And they've gone flying over the end. Yeah. Um, well, without warning and like severely injured themselves. It's
1: not a perfect system.
0: But no. It's a bit of a. It's a bit dumb sometimes.
1: I think with technology, you always always run the risk There isn't like. You have to develop your way and get there. Yeah. It's a a learning learning process. It's a a good idea. You've
0: got to figure shit out like we are right now. If you guys haven't checked them out yet, be sure to check out King and Sam at Figuring Shit Out. That is on Spotify or at fsopodcast.com. Nice plug. Thanks, man.
1: Nice segue as well. Just like how we're, we're going to segue into talking about TV shows about death. This was recently brought to my attention with the Netflix show Russian Doll. I don't know if you've seen it.
0: I've seen the previews.
1: Seen the previews. I um I sat down and watched all... It was eight episodes. Very popular number for TV shows. Mm. They were only 20-minute episodes, though. Ah, yeah. So, pretty pretty short-form content. 20-minute um, episodes, eight episodes in total. One coherent story. So, it was one and done. Look, it's it takes... The person that recommended it to me said, look, wait till episode three. That's when it gets good. I was like, cool. That's only like 40 minutes. I, I think I can handle that. I really enjoyed the first couple of episodes. Very... I don't want to spoil it because it is very... Essentially, the main theme of the show is this chick dies and she keeps reliving the same day over and over again. Kind of like a happy death day or before I fall kind of vibe. It's like
0: a Groundhog Day vibe. Yeah, that too. Coming back. Groundhog Day is the OG one.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of like been done a lot. Uh, But this one, definitely an interesting spin, especially how it tackles it. I really recommend checking it out. There's also a new show that both Jesse and I are interested on, Stan. Mm. The uh, the, other... do you know what it's called?
0: Is it Miracle Workers, I believe? That's the one?
1: Yeah. So featuring everyone's favourite Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi.
0: Everyone's favourite Harry Potter, Harry Potter. What's Steve Buscemi been in? He's a big man. So much. He's, um... Anything that requires his weird eyeballs, <laughs> that's where they got him. <laughs> he I think, like- most notably, he is the weird family member that is estranged from the Cortez family... In the Spy Kids franchise, yep, I think one that's percent. Yep, that's his biggest role. Spy Kids
1: kind of looks like a meth addict that's just been at it too long.
0: He's on the up though. He's on the up. Steve yeah. Buscemi's had a great career, and it's good to see him coming back because he's been gone for a while. On I haven't Stan, seen him as well. On stand stand Original.
1: It's not something you hear often. Stan Original they are some good originals, though. Have you
0: checked out a Stan original?
1: Before? I have not. I'm oh. not a subscriber of Stan. I'm a Netflix Stam. kind of guy.
0: Oh, i got Netflix and Stan. I'm privileged.
1: Shout out to Presto for being underdog, though. To who? Presto? Is that not? That's one of them, I swear. Oh, there's too Isn't many. Isn't that the one where, like, Modern Family's on?
0: I don't know. I haven't watched Modern Family for ages.
1: I don't think anyone has. Shout out to Modern Family. Shout
0: out to Hulu for being the one we haven't mentioned yet. Good it's streaming.
1: Also, uh, the reason we haven't mentioned it is because... We are not in the right continent for that.
0: Yeah, we're not allowed Hulu and that's oppression.
1: Yeah, um that's one of the big issues I think with content we're talking about like before with Game of Thrones. Being Australians, it is hard to get fresh content like straight to go sometimes. Yeah.
0: There's more and more things are now getting fast tracked to mm. us, like straight from the US. Whoa. Like um, But even still we're, like, waiting extra. Like, if it comes if like, all the things say, oh, this comes out on Thursday, we have to wait till Friday.
1: Netflix is pretty good with it. Um, Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Pretty prompt. Well, wide release. That's good.
0: I like when everything comes out at once because I've definitely been cultured into the binge culture. Mm. So, I enjoy watching something. Yeah. I think. And being able to watch it all at once if I want or, like, waiting if I want.
1: I think that's what kind of got me with The Good Place. We, like, I binged season one and two. Really good. Season three though, it kinda of had that like staggered release. Yeah. And we kinda of just left it for a while. And then when I came back to it I was kinda of like I really appreciate the first two seasons and I just don't think season three's got what it needs to hook me.
0: See, I love the good place. A lot of people do. I, I think it's, it's a great show. Well, critically acclaimed show. Good show. It's got Brooklyn nine nine vibes. Mm. Shout out to Brooklyn nine nine. But it just feels it's a it's funny, it's clever. Like they've got a lot, they put a lot into that twenty-minute episode.
1: I just feel as though season three is just missing that kind of punch
0: the first two seasons had. Yeah, well, I guess there comes a point in the story which they needed to get creative with it. So Mm. it's very different. Yeah, it was season three is very different. Bit hit or miss, I guess, for you. Yeah, some people still liked it,
1: but have you watched season six of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? You mentioned that before.
0: Uh, Is that the one that's coming out? Yes. Yeah, I'm keeping up to date.
1: I did not, have not been keeping up today. I've oh. seen the first episode, but then again, it's a matter of expiry because I was watching it on SBS On Demand.
0: Yeah, same. Legally same.
1: in Australia. That's great. Yep. more. Um, but yeah, it has an expiry date of like a week or two.
0: Yeah, that's a bit of a bummer.
1: So I, I missed a week and then when I wanted to watch episode three, episode two wasn't there. So I, I didn't want to skip episode two. Yeah. So I'm kind of just going to wait for it to all come out, no, hopefully on Netflix or on DVD. So good.
0: Like it, it holds is. up. They changed networks. They went from... um. Where they went from to, to NBC or from NBC? I
1: think they went from NBC. I think they got cancelled on NBC.
0: Okay, and then they went to what?
1: Fox, I think they got picked up by like Hulu or something, or Amazon. It was like a, one of those, like, no, com- they got
0: picked up. They changed networks and it shows, but it's good.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely changed the style, but like keeps the it, classic formula. Yeah, alive. it changed
0: some of the style. Yeah, got, they got a bit looser. Like they're allowed to do more, so it's are taking more, advantage. I like,
1: I like how the season went along. It kind of went more outside of the precinct. Yeah, like very early season for like that one set kind of sitcom. Like, yeah, yeah, we're here. Hello, Ha
0: <laughs> yeah, good one. That's a good summary. Anyone who hasn't seen Brooklyn Nine, that's pretty much it.
1: Mm. I'm that's the one thing that really annoys me about streaming services is expiry days. I understand why they have to do it because licensing content, yeah. because it's like on demand but I kind of just wish I had more than just a week or two for like till something expired that I just started watching.
0: Speaking of, did you not just start watching How I Met Your Mother all the way through?
1: So I started season one like a month or two ago and I've currently worked my way to season four only to realize that it's going off Netflix in like two weeks.
0: Uh, Something like that, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I have two weeks to binge six seasons. So that's doable. Three seasons a week. Doable. Definitely not... Recommended, not ideal for um your lifestyle. They because it's they're twenty 20 episode seasons as well. Yeah, at all least. twenty minute episodes. So that's it's, it's not lot. the best.
0: It's a lot to get through in that short amount of time. But sure, it's such a good show, worth it all the way. I'll always advocate. For I, it, I heard I heard people did
1: that with Vampire Diaries as well.
0: Yeah, Vampire Diaries It's gone. I think they had didn't pretty little f- notice with that. Yeah,
1: didn't Friends do the same kind of thing? I was Friends originally on Netflix but not?
0: I don't think Friends has ever been on Australian Netflix.
1: Has it ever been on streaming services?
0: Friends is on Stan now.
1: On Stan, there you go.
0: So anyone that's a Friends fan, another reason to get Stan.
1: Mm, Friends is just one of those shows you can just like sit down and watch. you like, yeah, yeah. Is, you don't have
0: time. to follow Friends in order. You just watch whatever.
1: It's one of the good things about sitcoms. Like it's always good to like sit down and like start one. But
0: yeah, like you can watch it all the way through. But every but now if it just comes on, doesn't matter. Like yeah. you still enjoy it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I kind of like how. I'm um, streaming. I never it, it took me a while to get into streaming services. Like and then I got a, a free year Netflix subscription with my new phone. So I'm kind of like just diving into it. And it's it's very different. I suppose it's video stores are now dead, so we've got streaming services instead.
0: Well, I mean streaming services killed yeah. They like destroyed video stores because they pretty much did. Cuz you did it gives you what a video store does. All from the comfort of your own home. Mm. And if I've learned anything from my 19 years of life, it's that people don't like people. No. So, if you can do they something like their Netflix box with minimal human interaction, people are going to pick that.
1: It's reinvent- reinventing content. It is. It's changing, changing things up. It's changing for the generation. A lot of things have changed, though. Mm. Like if you... Games, TV, YouTube.
0: YouTube's changed big time. Huge differences from when it started. Two thousand and five YouTube you became like, a thing vlogs, wasn't it? it? Was it started with skit comedy with skit, most people yeah, for sure? Everyone was doing sketch comedy, like making short little like funny videos. And then everything started evolving, it became more popular. and mm. um, you got the Viners, when Vine died migrating yep. over. Those and that finest. Changed heavily to vlog like lifestyle content. Vlog content
1: is like I would say nine out of ten videos on YouTube nowadays that isn't like, outside of gaming and music, is, like, vlog content.
0: Yeah. It's the easiest one to do. You just take a camera around. Just take a camera around. Out of the film the shop. you're
1: doing. Don't even... You can just,
0: like, wing it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's... But, like, most vlogs are, like, relatively unscripted, but there are scripted stuff. Like, David Dobrik has scripted sections and yeah, stuff, yeah. so they kind of keep that skit bit alive. That's why
1: I like um, Sugar Pine 7. It's yeah. It's three... Three... Well, three main dudes It kind of... They do a vlog style. It it takes a while to, like, really figure out what it is, but once you figure it out,
0: they're, like, super clever. Yeah, it's like an off-the-cuff, like, loosely scripted stuff. Yeah, because you look at
1: it and you think, oh, this is just a vlog, but these guys are insane. Like, this stuff just doesn't happen. Yeah. And then you look into it more, and they have a podcast, Beyond the Pine. Go check that out. That's a pretty good
0: podcast as well. No, check out (laughs) now.
1: And so they've got the Beyond the Pine podcast, which they kind of talk about, and I'm pretty sure they started filming it after the end of season one of their their like series because their series is called alternative lifestyle so it's like a vlog series. Yeah. And so there's like scripted sketch comedy. So it kinda kinda brings it back to where like YouTube started out, but in a fresh
0: way. Yeah, keeping up with the times while staying true to the roots. Mm. Which is a hard thing to do. Um and that's they trying to change vlog content in that way while keeping it short whereas if you look at someone like Shane Dawson who Mm. has gone from like he did skits he did sketches he did songs to he's went through a vlog phase and now rather than releasing regular content which the algorithm begs for Mm. yeah it really um, does he's yeah he's still staying relevant which is an amazing achievement in itself while doing like longer content he's making movie length like videos and doing series with like two or three essentially movies yeah. filmed and edited by him and his um like cameraman and friend and editor andrew yeah so just them doing everything
1: i was i was never really a big shane dawson person i've with youtube i was pretty like jumped onto the train late like only like last year did i watch a lot of youtube even then i've kind of gone off it but when i was watching that i came across like shane dawson like his new videos, the um, inside of mine of was it Logan Paul?
0: He did Jake Paul.
1: Jake Paul. He so that's one. Was,
0: he talked about Logan a lot, and he was interested in it. Yeah, but um, yeah, he just, the he real like, Jake.
1: meat of the content was a Jake Paul stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I started watching that, and really interesting. It's kind of like those SBS documentaries or like yeah. a sixty minutes.
0: Yeah, he's changed, He's done like a documentary. It's essentially documentary style stuff. He did because he did the life of Jake Paul, which really dove into like who he is. Because everyone obviously saw him from Team Ten. Mm. and was like wow like what's this and he's a weirdo he's an idiot very but easy then though. you see how he's kind of more of a normal person and
1: mm. very easy to like just look at what the, the the logan the paul brothers are doing and just go yeah. wow what idiots yeah and for the most part i stand by that view that geez these guys are idiots They do some dumb stuff
0: yeah but like they're still people at yeah. the end of it
1: and that's why it's interesting i think yeah, you get to see a different side. Of Initially, somebody. he looked into it from an outsider's perspective, and that was and
0: yeah, and he saw all that. But then when he dove in and got face to face, he was like, "Oh, I actually kind of like Jake." Very
1: scripted. Um, so it it looks like very scripted from the outside, but then you actually like see behind the scenes. Yeah, kind of like the interesting look. I think YouTube allows a lot more for that now as well. Yeah, kind of like the behind the scenes look of what is exciting. Yeah, well, content.
0: He did that. He did um, Jeffrey Star. He's on the series on. Mm. And then his recent, most recent series, he did more of like a conspiracy type series, which he was doing. Jeffrey a very his big,
1: controversial name. Jeffrey in the YouTube Star, industry.
0: very controversial, um, very opinionated, sticks to his guns. Mm. Um, good on him. He's but,
1: he's kind of jumped around as well with what he does. In well, yeah, his content. he was
0: like a nobody from like a small town, went on to. Like moved to LA, became like a pop star. He had a whole yeah music a music career. career as well, and then now is branched to YouTubing and doing beauty stuff. He's got he's a businessman. Like at the end of it, he runs a makeup business and a brand. Yeah, he's got it's employees crazy. as well as doing his videos and being an influencer. Um, and he's actually collaborating with Shane currently on a new series and making a makeup palette. Mm. So it's like based around Shane with Shane.
1: Yeah. It's crazy what YouTube's done. And that's just the one side of it. That's just the, like, the video side of it. Yeah. Outside of that, you've got the music side, kind of to rival like Google Play, Apple Music a little bit. Yeah, YouTube's
0: definitely trying to break out into the like music streaming yeah. type of thing now.
1: And they've also got um, YouTube Premium, I think it's called. YouTube Red? Or they, the uh, Premium Music stuff? I think they've, I, I don't know. So it's how they've always changed the branding on it. But they've got the YouTube original series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I recently watched one called... What was it called? Weird City? Probably. I think it was called Weird City. It was kind of like a, a Black Mirror, but more l- l- more lighthearted. Yeah. And on YouTube, different different characters each episode. First episode had Dylan O'Brien and Jay from Modern Family. Oh, yeah. Really interesting show. I actually recommend checking it out. The first yeah. episode's free. Everything after that's a bit different.
0: That's a smart... Investment, Yeah. That all most first... of the YouTube Red things, their first episode's free to get you hooked.
1: Like um, Liza on Demand, Liza
0: Koshy's show.
1: Liza on Demand. Uh, Rhett and Link
0: had, um, I think, two seasons of Buddy System. Hmm. I have watched that one. I watched some of that. It was pretty good. Like, it's more of like a scripted, like, show-show. Okay. Rather than um, just pretty them. Cool. Um, Logan Paul's had two movies, even after his controversy.
1: I think it was one like The Thinning. The Thinning and yeah. The
0: Thinning 2. Um, who else has had it? PewDiePie, I'd scare PewDiePie. Um, and then
1: there's been a bunch of them. Yeah. And then, then also YouTube now has YouTube Gaming as well, mm. which is kind of like rivaling
0: Twitch. Yeah. To, to say. I'd mm. say Twitch rivals YouTube. I think YouTube was the basis of online gaming mm. and Twitch with the streaming. And yeah. More so Twitch did more the like community. the streaming
1: stuff than YouTube, like, kind of realized. Like, that's what the gaming is. Yeah, at least
0: that's what they want. They want that interaction. They want to actually talk to their people. Yeah,
1: get that live chat, get the, the poggers and chat.
0: Yeah, they want to actually do stuff. Um, And, like, games have been changing, going from... For sure. People, like, playing normal, like, little games and stuff, and then... Well, um, see, even shooter games were popular for a while, and yeah. now it's coming back to story-driven.
1: Yeah, on YouTube, it used to be a lot of, like, multiplayer games and, like shooter games like Fortnite and Call of Duty and, like, all the stuff that Ninja would stream. Yeah. And now you've kind of got, like, more story-driven games just bring it back. Yeah. I think it really started with, like, Until Dawn, I would say. Kind Until
0: of Dawn, Like, yeah, was a big one. Like, there's always been Let's Players playing through games. Yeah, for sure. But Until Dawn being such a story game. With all the choices. You could watch the, different
1: streamers play through at different
0: times. Yeah, It really spiced things up and made people... And I guess game companies Grave be for like story this more. is what people are asking for. This is what they want. Even that, that
1: was so many years ago. It was like
0: three years ago, I want to
1: say. Maybe. What, until Dawn?
0: Yeah. Longer than that. Is it what, like 2014? I reckon Until Dawn was at least 20. It was ages ago.
1: Yeah, so that's crazy. And it's then, still
0: relevant. still good. I recently like rewatched someone playing through it all. Mm. And like it still holds up.
1: Yeah, it's a great story. Great stuff. And then you've got old games being redone for new. Like different styles. Like, um, probably the most recent one was like Red Dead Redemption Two. Is that yeah. was cool. Yeah. So it's a follow-on from Red Dead Redemption. Even then, the style of it's changed. It went from like, like a Western GTA to this really story-driven, very graphically intense.
0: Yeah, but still so open. Mm. It's yeah. kind of what people are asking for. A long time follow-up to like the original Red Dead I came think. out a long time ago. Yeah, it was like
1: over ten years ago.
0: Easy. And then they would made another one, but held up was popular YouTubers just everyone wants to play I think
1: the the reboots of the series is really what's making single player gaming thrive at the
0: moment like mm. yeah you play the nostalgia of people mm. and you're always gonna get
1: like God of War mm. like taking such a like a deep character well not sorry such a shallow character like Kratos who is all about like sex and murder and killing and shit and then making him this like father figure like this brooding dark yeah. father figure
0: giving him his boy and teaching him how to do things like hunt a deer come here boy Yeah, I think that's
1: amazing. Like, something like that can just...
0: Yeah, actually being like, well, we can give you a hack and slash game or we can dig into it and really flesh out this character.
1: Even the combat system, from what I've seen and, like, experience, is really cool.
0: Yeah, Evolved Combat's definitely good in games, being more than just, like, a button masher. Better than just, like, square, 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 square,
1: square, 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 jump, square, 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 square. Yeah. That, sorry for the Xbox players out there. That would be XXXXXXXXX jump XXXXXXXJump.
0: jump. What about the Nintendo players?
1: They don't play hack and slash games. They oh, play like Mario Kart. God. And they're like, God, damn, Blue Shell! God. Ah! Oh, the, sorry the for the audio there. yeah Apologies Sorry guys, to everyone. No, but I think I was talking like someone at work the other day, and they didn't strike me as a gamer. And they're like, just bought the new Mario Kart game, and I just can't wait to go home and play it. Yeah. You play games? Like, no. I just play Mario Kart. Yeah,
0: do you know how much harder Mario Kart is on the Switch than it was on the Wii? It's because the buttons are smaller. You don't use the buttons. You use the tilt
1: controls. That's the, that's why it's hard right there. If you're tilting...
0: No, tilt controls on the Wii, great. I was killer at Mario no, Kart. I've always been a button guy. No. Boo. And when you do it on Switch... And it's so much harder. Oh, it's mainly... Well, the, the, the Wii The tracks remote. are harder. It's more complex. Oh, yeah. So, well, games have evolved. Just
1: like we're saying. We can't just have...
0: Yeah, you can't have then. the same thing. you got to keep it up. Like, Spider-Man. Huge game. Mm. Like, massive essentially, reception.
1: Essentially, Spider-Man 2, the remake. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 originally came out, had the most dynamic web-swinging game for a Spider-Man. It still, to this day, holds up as amazing web-swinging and yeah. so much
0: fun. And, and then... To come out with Insomniac like Games coming out. Um,
1: the Ultimate Love Letter.
0: Yeah, crazy. And such a good game. Um, pity it's only on PS4 or the Xbox players mm. and the PC gamers. Xbox players have kind of lost this, this
1: generation. I mean, it's
0: you got to give it to PlayStation. PS4 has won the, the war. PlayStation have got the best originals. Let's see if, in the most part.
1: Let's see if the new Xbox can kill it. Because I, I would say Xbox 360 had some killer originals.
0: Yeah, oh, Xbox is great. They're all great. Mm. But I think in recent times, yeah, PlayStation, PlayStation have been just Sony it. just knows how this, to get those deals. Everyone wanted to play Spider-Man. Everyone wanted to be Spider-Man Everyone playing Insomniac play Everyone wanted to go to War, both PlayStation.
1: Uncharted 4, one of the early releases of PS4, just yeah.
0: killed it. So that's I want to see where Insomniac will go if they do. Like they've got to do a Spider-Man 2
1: or even um, another series. Yeah. Like if they pick, if they pick someone else who's do they with pick Marvel.
0: Cuz it was that was the first Marvel-branded game, like, related to the MCU. It doesn't link in? It's not, not like, explicitly, but, like, Avengers Towers is in the game. Mm. Okay, so they um, have the, the opportunity. Yeah, and, like, in other Marvel content in comics and in Into the Spider-Verse even, there's homages to that, like, that Spider-Man suit's in there and yeah. stuff. So, like, it
1: Give us a good Iron Man game, it's I It's involved.
0: Iron Man would be good. I think... It it'd have to be different, but they could. I think they could do it if they really like put think, the time. I think, think like, Superman is hard. Football. Yeah, because you've got to not overpower your character. If you do a Superman game, and oh yeah, he's possible. invincible. It's a bit boring. Mm. You've got to like yeah, and balance. It the it only all.
1: points when he isn't invincible is against like those big boss fights. So you're really narrowing it down to like scripted battles. Yeah, you get too linear. But then open world games is
0: where the money is at the moment. Yeah. For the interest is. People just want freedom. Freedom! Like, I remember back in the day, I knew a game was a good game if it let me jump the character. If I had a jump button. Yo, jump buttons.
1: Shout out to A, X, and whatever else, spacebar.
0: Shout out to the jump button for being the best mechanic in a video game.
1: That said, though, I recently started playing Wind Waker. Ah, going back. Going back. Only Zelda I haven't played. So, borrowed a
0: friend's Wii U. Got the HD edition on it. Really fun. No jump button in that. See, that's... No jump button in um Zelda games until Breath of the Wild. Mm. Big change. There was a jump button in Zelda 2, but that was a side-scroller. So, you didn't get yeah, that. It's a bit different. Sense in like the, s- the modern, like, open-world mode Zelda game.
1: As- Wind Waker holds up really well. Has a really, like, good, like, interesting story. Mm. Good graphics. The only thing I'm noticing is the sound design's a bit off. Like, the music is amazing, but some of the sound effects, I just kind of wish there was a bit more.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess when you're doing a game of that caliber in a series that's so popular, Mm. it does get a bit hard sometimes to evolve it and keep it relevant. Breath of the
1: Wild for essentially bringing back a series from, like, that had
0: kind of been dead since, like, 2012. Yeah, since Skyward Sword. Mm. Hadn't really been a breakout um, Zelda title.
1: They remastered Majora's Mask. Did that really well, but again, that's a remaster. Yeah, already it's was just getting a ha- game in HD. Um, Skyward Sword, very innovative for its time. Not much, not much love for it,
0: but bit awkward with the motion controls on the Wii. But yeah, what do you expect?
1: I mean, if if there was like an option for like a pro controller, that'd be great.
0: Yeah, that'd be good.
1: So I'd, I'd be interested to see if down the track. They, they could potentially reboot it for like Switch.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd I be cool. If they could, um, like with the more sensitive controls and stuff, that would be interesting to see.
1: They're, they're rebooting Link's Awakening. Yeah. Which is one of the lesser known ones. It's one of the, I think, Game Boy Advance. Game Boy. It's either Game Boy Original or Game Boy Advance. Link's Awakening. It's a more top down, like a Link to the Past, which is one of the classics. Yeah. So I'd be really interested to see. They've, redone the art style completely so it's got more of that um cartoony graphic look rather than the the pixel animation yeah yeah so i'd be interested to see if they stick with that for the game because actually another one of the zelda games on 3ds link between worlds it's kind of forgotten about in between like the Skyward sword majora's mask yeah and, like, well they breath a the lot they
0: were pumping out legends zelda titles for ages like they just went for it yeah and like there were so many and there are so many
1: a Link Between World well is really good. It's a real homage to Link to Pass. Yeah. They did a, did a great job of that one. Really interesting game design. That top down, which is really good. I think it's interesting to see that the Switch has kind of taken the spot of the DS and the 3DS.
0: Well, yeah, because it's that combination console. You can play it at home or it is portable. just I, gives you more options to do more different types of games.
1: I do miss the DS and 3DS really push developers to be creative yeah like the yeah. kind of stuff that you see came out on ds and that you're like you're like wow it's really like pushing developers kind of like now with these kind of hd consoles don't get me wrong the games are amazing you can't, we've kind of just got stuck in a loop though of like AAA graphics AAA story here you go nothing innovative nothing new
0: yeah well that's like they'll do stuff and you're expecting great things like anthem came out pretty recently mm-hmm. um massive hype looked amazing um but overall, a lot of people have said it's fallen flat,
1: Bricking people's consoles as well. So just shutting down people's consoles so they can't use them. So yeah, <laughs> and
0: now people I read that they were um they're banning people for stuff because people have found little like tricks and stuff in sandbox mode to mm. like gear grind and level up and stuff, and they're just kicking people out for it.
1: Yeah, so it's definitely a bit of, a bit of a slip up on EA's half. Yeah, that said though, PC um, indie games, um, you know Bennett Foddy. Yeah, everyone's favorite developer for quop and getting over it. Like oh, a getting over game.
0: it, Ken. Oh.
1: We could we we'll eventually if we ever get to a start, we could do a let's play and we can rage at it there. But um, he released recently released a game called Ape Out, and apparently that's amazing for well, what it did for the genre. It's kind of like a Hotline Miami top down, but he plays a a gorilla. And you oh. kind of just got to ape out. And it's really stylistically done. I've seen the art style, yeah. really cool. So, hopefully, when it comes to Game of the Year time, end of this year, see how, see how we go with that one. Hopefully, it pops up. We might even do Game of the Year podcast at the end of the year, share our thoughts and opinions.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: yeah, it pretty much covers our content for this week, though.
0: Yeah. Bit of a shorter podcast today, but that's all right. That's okay. We don't want to bore you
1: guys forever. we got to save some exciting stuff for next week. Mm, got to build it up. Get some
0: tension, you know?
1: Build some tension if you, you really want to hear what comes out next week, make sure to follow us, give us a like, give us a subscribe, a follow, a double tap, wherever you... Give us a heart react, a wow react. I don't know where you're going to be seeing this, but... Just
0: do something exciting for us, you know? Yeah. We're putting out this content for you. Hope you're enjoying it. Um, but definitely give us all the support you can if you like. If you don't, let us know what we can do better. Send yeah. us a DM or something, come find us in person. Come to my house. (laughs) Knock on my door. Come record with us. We have a spare mic. Knock on my door and tell me what I should be doing better.
1: Always. And yeah, always remember to check out the FSOpodcast.com. Always new content going up there every week.
0: So keep an eye out. Yeah, keep an eye out for that. Go and check out the Figuring Shit Out podcast with Sam and King. I got some good stuff on there. And we will talk to you guys next time. See you next time.